Look in your home. Look in your office. Look in your home office. Everywhere you turn, there's so much smart. At Capella University, we think education should be smart too. Our game-changing FlexPath format puts you in control of your master's degree, so you can learn how, when, and where you want. Smart, huh? Yeah, we think so too. So if you want to take the next step in your career, make Capella your first step. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn, learn smarter. Changes, 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 changes. I've heard so much of it. I wanted to see it and I saw it and it was marvelous. Inside Line F1 podcast is so, so happy that Formula 1 is back. Kunal Shah and Rishi Kapoor are smiling, giggling like we've found new girlfriends. But yes, Formula 1 has found its feedback in our lives and it's been fantastic. We need to thank people, Kunal. We need to thank people. We need to thank, we need to applaud. Well done, well done, Formula One. Yes, so a big thank you to Formula One, yep. to the FOM, yep. to the FIA, yep. to the technical working group, to all the rookies, Ricciardo, Magnussen, Kaivart, Bottas, to every single person who eventually turned up and put up a damn good show at Albert Park. What a show it was. And, and thank you to all our listeners. During the off-season, during the testing, you've been with us and you give, you've given us a lot of encouragement, a lot of views. We've been seeing and tracking and... And it's just been such a great, great Sunday. I'm going to give you stats. And we've crossed, or we are about to cross 15,000 listens on the podcast, Rishi. That's actually more people than what actually turned up at Albert Park, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Well, honestly, it'll probably be more people than the rev limit that we have for 14 in any Ah, case. (laughs) Nicely put. Here's my man. Inside Line F1 podcast is going to divide this podcast generally into two points. What we liked and what we didn't like. What we actually liked. Kunal, what did you like the most about this Grand Prix? So, what I really liked the most, Rishi, is that we saw McLaren back to where it belongs. You know, in pre-season testing, if anybody had told them that there would be a double on the podium the first day, they would have danced. <laughs> they would have done a rain. I don't know what they would have done. They would have surely had a title sponsor then. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure it's going to help. And what a great drive by Magnussen and the other rookies, Dan- Daniel Kiat, Fiat, whatever, Daniel with ma- money, <laughs> the Russian. You know, you look at look at the race and you go, these guys are new guys and they look like, like veterans. They look like they're really comfortable in the car. And that's the first time in Formula 1. That guy is all of 19 years. Yeah, you know... Um, I'm going to add to that. Mm. On two levels, Rishi, I believe that the rookies were really uh, performing beyond our expectations. Uh-huh. First is psychological. Of course, they know they're in Formula 1 the first time. They were going to prove a point. They are up against veteran world champion teammates. But uh-huh. the second, which is one of the reasons why I believe they were, they were they looked far more comfortable than their teammates, is because mm. let's not forget there's so much downforce that's been pulled off these cars. Okay, yes. It's probably similar to the GP2, GP3 cars that these guys have been racing and you know while they were knocking on the doors of Formula 1. And it's the same speed. <laughs> <laughs> so the mech grip, the aero grip, etc. is very similar to what they've been used to. And, you know, honestly, they looked really comfortable. I'm very excited to see what happens to them this season. And this is something we loved seeing is, is the fact that drivers had to work. They've always had to work very hard to drive a Formula 1 car, to balance it and stuff we don't know. But we could see it this time because they were pushing the edges of the track. They were using all the road and more. And it was very visible. You know, and I loved it. Locking up, losing it, going into the uh, the the, the the sand trap is is just amazing. You know, it just shows that how quickly you can go wrong and, and that there's a very fine line. And it shows how difficult it is to drive these cars on the limit, lap after lap, corner after corner, Rishi. We must applaud them as well. Woo-hoo! Something I love and I really want to applaud and I was really dying to see this happen was Rosberg beating Hamilton. Of course, Hamilton had an issue, but I had this inner feeling that he's going to overtake him at the start and he did. Do you think this is Rosberg's here? 
What's your gut feel? I want it to be Rosberg's year because he's beaten a Michael Schumacher in Mercedes. He's equaled or he's probably been as good as Hamilton last year. Mm-hmm. I really want him to to have a world championship. You know, we had five world champions on the grid mm-hmm. and none of them made it to the podium. Yes, Button got promoted. Correct. Okay. And I would love to see Rosberg be the sixth world champion in Formula 1 in 2015. Yes, very talked about. All the drivers on the podium were not tipped to do as well as their teammates were and and where Hamilton, uh, a Vettel and a Button were very talked about. Their teammates actually made it to the podium uh, technically. Pirelli also helping the cause of effect in formula 1 they actually held up they, they weren't actually falling apart and when i mean falling apart less of marbles like literally they weren't falling apart yeah and i'm so glad that tires weren't deciding the outcome of the race it was the drivers and the engines but could you hear the tires screeching because you know i could hear the tires screeching i could hear the radio uh, very very well and the spectator cheers is something we really like but i i don't know if it's going to happen in bahrain because like what 10 people come for the grand prix The other thing that we really liked Rishi was uh, Toro Rosso mm-hmm. and Sahara Force India scoring double points. Yes. It's always good to see midfielders, you know, come knock on the doors of the podium and uh, I believe Nico Hulkenberg drove a brilliant opening stint of the race. Brilliantly done. You know what it also does is when these midfield and the latter part of the uh, the grid does well, it helps them with money and it helps them keep their development consistent and you know more competition, more racing. But coming back to Hulkenberg and I think yesterday was a big eye opener for himself you know because he must have really really disliked the fact that he wasn't chosen over Kimi in Ferrari he wasn't considered for the Lotus seat because he doesn't get the money but look at that his talent paid off and he's actually beating both the Lotuses and most of the Ferraris and doing a great job and 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 making his teammate look so ordinary I think he's still in the right team I think he's a winner not a loser Absolutely Rishi I'm going to back you on that Yeah, I don't know what happens after six races when the bigger teams start catching <laughs> Sara Force India F1. But there is stuff about the Grand Prix that we actually did not like. We weren't very happy about. And the first thing is that Kobayashi, when he gets a super license, I am not happy. I don't <laughs> want to see him on the track. I hate him. You know, Felipe Massa was extremely critical. Yes. Okay. Uh, but we got to give it to the guy. There was a failure in the brake by wire system, mm-hmm. which technically means that he had no rear brakes going into the first corner. That okay. is bullshit. But. Let's give it to him. He tried to emulate a Schumacher. Schumacher? The Ralph Schumacher. Ah, <laughs> the flying Schumacher. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> wasn't the best of the action replays I've seen, but Massa retiring is something I never wanted to see because he and Bottas both both had the pace to be up there on the podium like actually the McLaren did right after the Mercedes. You know, I really want to see a Williams performing well. Mm. Okay. They've got Massa, Martini, and Mercedes powering them. The power of 3M. We've spoken about it before. Yes. And had Bottas not kissed the barriers that hard and had a wheel rim failure, he would have probably been on the podium, Rishi. Yes, and and why I'm more concerned is because I know by the end of Europe, the other teams like uh, like Vettel and the likes of Arnold for Fernando will start beating the Williams because they have more money. But let's see, let's see what happens. And and I'm keeping my fingers crossed. Ricciardo's exclusion. I mean. that guy drove the heart out of that car i was so disappointed to not see him get those points because he thoroughly deserved it the guy with a smile i, I think you know i sometimes i see him smile in the helmet as well <laughs> he's like the smiler geden okay <laughs> he's just always smiling and he's tripping balls like he said okay <laughs> i really wish that his podium would be reinstated mm-hmm. but you know rishi let's face it rules are going to be rules mm-hmm. red bull have got uh, uh, disqualified for a technical infringement 
okay and we we've got to we've got to let fi do what they're doing yeah kunal they've already done a lot to make red bull not look so good this sometimes <laughs> looks like a conspiracy there's some james bond trying to sabotage red bull like you know i i can't discount that one of our listeners also said the same thing yeah so I, it was a very interesting chat i was having on twitter with navin fernandez mm-hmm. okay who i believe at least reads and listens to us mm-hmm. and he's a keen follower of formula 1 as you could make out is so was was there a conspiracy we'll never know mm-hmm. okay but let's face it there were irregularities in the fuel flow sensors mm-hmm. which let me let me put it that i have two issues with first there are irregularities mm-hmm. okay which red bull and the fi could have had a better solution to correct. deal with correct. what red bull did is they had their own solution which they used without informing the fia so it's like breaking a signal and then telling the cop that i know i've broken it and this is the penalty i'd like to take and your signal is faulty yeah or something <laughs> like that okay the other part is that the sensor is monitored in real time okay right. so the fi delaying the result for 6 hours didn't make sense it doesn't make sense and let's face it because red bull has appealed the result is still provisional so there is a possibility that if red bull and renault prove their point mm-hmm. ricciardo's podium could get reinstated but in either case ferrari doesn't look good on the track because hey last year they were here this year they're here yeah. and <laughs> Nothing's Nothing changed. changed. <laughs> <laughs> Why did FIA make all of those changes just to make Alonso look struggling again? <laughs> And what Kimi was anyways he was struggling with the brakes, he doesn't like the front end of the car. What is wrong with Ferrari? I I really wish they knew. I really wish I knew I'd have gone and told them free of cost. <laughs> they'd have made the changes and we'd have had Alonso battling on the podium. I mean, I lost a lot of points in my GP predictor because Alonso didn't make it to the podium. I know and 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 Kimi not doing well is not something I was dreaming of. I really want him to beat Alonso because we're both kind of Kimi people, but uh, I think that's going to take some time. The other thing that did not actually look good was something kunal has paid for and now he's regretting and that's called the f1 <laughs> live timing app and he doesn't like it anymore so i got the premium subscription the app <laughs> crashes as often as maldonado okay <laughs> <laughs> the other point is even the, the free live timing system which i've used all these years on formula1.com mm. the sector timings have just disappeared they have yellow white green and purple dots coming up for sectors some girl is designing it <laughs> <laughs> minded rishi <laughs> i think claire williams is <laughs> <laughs> like polka dots types on the live timing screen can we just bring back the basics i need to see more data <laughs> yes we need the data we need the timings we need more f1 we want f1 every single week but we want it louder as everybody is what everybody saying because everybody doesn't like the sound of f1 kunal what's your take on the sound of f1 i i think if the entertainment factor like we had in australia remains mm mm-hmm. people are going to forget about the sounds correct okay like nobody remembers what the v10 sounds like till you go on youtube mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm. similarly people will forget the v8 sounds okay mm-hmm. but in my view rishi if music is good you got to play it loud mm. and that's where i leave it and that's what vijay malia dr malia said the same thing he just turns around to the camera and says the sound of formula 1 is gone we need to get back the sound but i kind of like it you know I, i like the fact that the 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 radio messages can be heard clearly that's the f1 gossip that's what i want <laughs> and you know every uh, loud track car in the world depends on turbo and the turbo in these cars is so fantastic they actually sound like those choppers good i'm going to gift you a land mower on your wedding day <laughs> i'm not calling you for my wedding <laughs> there's a lot of people who think we might just get together <laughs> yes we do get together but that's only on a monday that's when we get together that's when we have a great time talking about formula 1 because formula 1 is the talking point less talk lot of talk formula 1 is back and so are we 
I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising a Pro. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.